You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Deception After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Deception After Show. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, AfterBuzzers. Bing is for doing. Today we're doing Deception, NBC's first season. Season 1, episode 10. Make us over here dancing in front of there's a lot of stuff that went on this episode. I'm your host, Thaddeus Massey, and joining me to the left or across from me is... What's up? This is Megan Thomas. Hey. Hey, and I'm Bam Erickson. I got a few questions just to start off, okay? Okay. Is Joanna a floozy now that she's hooked up with Julian? Is Will going to go ahead and uh, claim, even though he probably knows that RG is not Vivian's killer, is he just going to go ahead and say, yeah, I'm going to close his case and, and, and blow his career up? And is Mia right with her wanting to give her bio dad her bone marrow? Those well, are my top three questions for this episode. Well, let's, let's start at the first one, then. So, is, is Joanna a floozy? Is Joanna a floozy? I mean, coming from gentlemen, what do you guys think? I wouldn't say she's a floozy, but I do think she's a um, she's a bonehead for telling Will straight out the gate like that I slept with Julian, mm-hmm. knowing that you you know that this guy likes you, and you know the you, you know you're you're undercover, you're working, you know what's at stake. You know what's at stake. So right. I think she was a bonehead. I'm not going to call her a chickenhead, but she was definitely, um, that wasn't a smart. Maybe a chicken a, bonehead. Yeah, she, that wasn't smart. <laughs> but here's the question I have. Why would you call her a bonehead? Wouldn't you call her a woman with integrity because she told him? Because she could have lied. She didn't have to tell him. Or she didn't have to She didn't have to lie, but she didn't have to tell him. It's a difference. But isn't that the same thing? No, because. When you, when you withhold the truth, that's still a lie. Withholding you know that, right? Considered a lie, that's yes. what I'm saying. But he was not going to ask, so. I think she should have kept it. You should have kept if you wanted to keep your job, she should have kept it. But she she but I think that's that's showing how honorable she is. Maybe she is a little loose with the hips, but at least she's not, you know, at least she she's upfront about it. She's not one of those undercover hoes. Like she'll tell you straight up, look. I'm a hoe. <laughs> not like that. But she at least told him straight up, like, hey, I slept with Julian. But you tell him why you guys are discussing business for why you are there and in New York in the first place. Okay, but I mean, so when is a good time to tell him that? Never. She should keep her mouth closed. Never. <laughs> I mean, no, in I reality, think, I'm in, glad she told him. In, I think in, she should have told in, him. In reality, if it, if it was reality, the best thing for her to do would have been to not get involved with Will if they were going to work together on a case, mm-hmm. and that way these issues wouldn't even. But of course, we wouldn't have good TV if, if that's what if that's yeah. what happened. But with Julian, I think you know she should have waited and gave it a you know waited for an appropriate moment. Because they're so close to solving this thing that obviously that kind of information and Will is obviously not totally focused on work, which is what he displayed uh, with his emotional reactions with the car when he got the car, when she wanted the trip to the Bahamas. This dude is obviously letting, allowing his uh, emotional attachment to her affect his professional judgment. So I think she didn't use wisdom 
in telling him when she did. I think she should have waited because if she's not hooking up with him and there's nothing going on because they've been immersed in this case, right now probably wasn't the best time. That doesn't mean she's lying to him or she's deceiving him or leading him on because she told him, screw you, last time they hooked up any or last time they met anyway because he was turning her off. They weren't like getting, they weren't seeing eye to eye anyway, as far as the yeah. relationship is concerned. But that doesn't mean she was, she'd have to come right out and be like, you know. I don't, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with either one of you guys because this is a freaking FBI investigation. Yeah, but she like should she, I mean, No, but she, she compromised the case by what she did and that's by her telling. Okay, so I get that. So by her being honest yes. and, and having integrity and, and telling the truth, when he fired her ass, she should have took her ass back to San Francisco. You're right, but guess what? She wanted to find out who killed her friend. No, she no, got the no, other information. And, and, and I don't agree with her having to go back to San Francisco either. Because remember, he brought her into a situation with people that she's personally. Yeah. This isn't just a job assignment. He used her personal relationships in order to try to get uh, information uh, for this case. I mean, so she could still be there as a guest because apart from the police department, yeah. apart from the FBI, she has a relationship with these people already. So she could be like, okay, I'm fired, but I'm still here. And I agree with because that. Because she knows she, them. Yeah. So what can he friend. do? So now it's like, okay, fine. I'm firing you your personal you relationships. Yeah, if you, wanna, <laughs> if you want that. to fire me from this investigation, cool, but I'm just going to have my own investigation because it's my best friend that died. Exactly. So okay. what? Boom. So that's how it. I feel about that. <laughs> what, 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 that's how I feel about her having to go back. Mm-hmm. You know, she doesn't have to bounce, but I think she still should have waited. So I'm at, you know, Whatever. agreeing with Megan on one part and Bam on the other part. I'm just saying. You know, I think she should have waited a little no. bit to, to let him know. Like, you know, she's not hooking up with him anyway. It, it if they were still hooking up, she needs to tell him if she was hooking up. But they weren't hooking but up. that's because that's a moral issue. But I'm talking about from the investigation issue. She definitely should have told him. And I'm glad she did because what if, like, further down the line it comes out that, you know, they're trying to put people on trial. Maybe Audrey didn't die and they try All to right. put her on trial. Now you've got the asset who has slept with somebody in the case, which jeopardizes the case and now can weaken your testimony. No, nah, but see, I don't necessarily agree with that also. And that's, and that's also. the reason why he fired her. The, okay, the reason why I don't agree with that because really, you see so many times where people who are doing investigations actually sleep with uh, people that they're trying to get information from. They do drugs with them, everything when they're in deep cover just to try to get more information to seal a bond or try to attain more of trust from the person they're trying to get information from. There's been people, I mean, you can watch I, okay, any cop I, no, show I, and it's I, happened. I agree with you, but what I'm saying, that's the reason he fired her and he tells her that. He's like, you compromise this whole investigation I think by that doing was a, I think that was a, and she, a punk, and she agreed she was like I mean excuse. she did yeah. I think she that was knew a, I think that was a punk ass excuse because was, say if she was reporting back to him every second it's like yeah you know blah 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 and she had convinced him this was all for the case and she had no ties to this dude and she ended up sleeping with him or something like that you know it's for the case or whatever I guess, I guess. I'm just saying alright I'm just saying so I'm not hard on I'm not hard she, but the thing is he knows that she likes him that's the problem yes and that's- if she didn't have this thing for him, I don't think he necessarily been, would have been like, you're fired. Get out of here. I just think right. it's kind of. You're right. I and think it's a little punk ish. Okay. Whatever. It's not what, it's how. Everything okay, is not agree, what, yes. it's how. And he agree. did it in a very, no, you're fired kind of way. And then he think- uses professional excuses to justify his, you know, his emotional. All right. I agree. What was question number two? (laughs) Question two. Let's go. Question two was, what was question two? Oh, question two was, does Will, should Will use, allow, allow the, allow the Audrey situation 
even though it seems like she may not have been Vivian's killer, should they just ride on this wave of momentum, have the clays closed, and take a bump in his career and be like, F it, I'm going to go ahead and and take the credit for this, solving this murder, even though he probably knows deep down she probably wasn't uh, she think? probably wasn't the killer. What do you think? That's a moral dilemma. Because, you know, sometimes, you know, you can be like, oh, yeah, everybody's like, man, you're going to, you see the guy, he goes back to the office. Yeah. And the I, guy's like, yeah, you, you just closed a big case. You're about to get a promotion. But I think, I think he's going to ride the wave for a little bit, but he's a good cop. So I think deep down inside he knows, okay, there's more to this story. And for me to just brush it to the side and act like it, like it doesn't exist mm-hmm. is me being a bad cop. He won't ride so. it too long because next week's the final season for me. <laughs> <laughs> True. So yeah. I think for a second he will. And then some questions are going to be brought up and he has no choice but to investigate them because he's a good cop. He's a good cop. Yeah. Okay. All right. So the third question is, is Mia doing the right thing by donating or wanting to give her bone marrow to her bio dad, Senator Haverstock? I say yes. And why? I say yes because uh, one of the points, obviously it's it's good to help somebody even when they don't deserve it. And Joanna brings that up when um, Mia talks to her and like and says, I wish I just knew what Vivian would have said to me if I asked her should I do this? Right. And Joanna's and, like, well, she would have told you to do it and don't look back. Just, you know, help him out and keep going. And I think that's the right thing to do. And she's a good person. <laughs> Man, so I'm checking this So negative, you negative Norman. Yo, yo, <sighs> after buzzers, Bam would have left the girl, the reporter, at the shootout know, with the Russian mob. And I know Bam's going to be like, hell no, I wouldn't give that dude <laughs> bio dad or not. Don't go anywhere with Bam. You will not have your back. Anywhere you go, he's going to leave you out to die. Do not no, be this won't. man's no, friend. If you have his back, he'll have your back. But don't be in some jeopardizing situation. Because <laughs> he's going to leave you. He'll be like, well, you shouldn't have started that fight. So he right. socks you in your mouth. <laughs> I wouldn't you say. Well, may I? <laughs> go, go ahead, ahead Meanie. Everybody wants to hear. After Buzzers want to hear what Bam has to say to this. No, Mia should not. Of <laughs> course. <laughs> Surprise, surprise. She, she's known the man for two, three episodes. Right. They've had one or two conversations. Mm-hmm. That's a lot to ask for for someone that you don't know. What would Jesus do? Jesus don't have anything to do with this one. It's between, <laughs> it's between Mia and Haversock. <laughs> she's like, what's your, I mean, Jesus have nothing to do with this. I just, and she's only 16. But she has the consent form from she her She already parents. has the consent form. But... She's 16. You don't know what kind of problems that she may incur. First of all, now she's doing drugs. She just needs some hair. She's been doing drugs. No, but she says that to him. She says, I need to take a couple days to do this because I do have heroin in my system. She she thought she was doing coke. Well, she's she's done coke before, I'm sure. She's 16 years old. Or they've shown her doing coke before, haven't haven't they? Haven't they shown her doing coke? No, just pills. Mia's 16. She's a child. Not that it's any better. And and right now, she's going through a lot of emotions. She misses her mom. She finds out that her sister's... Like, she can't really think right now. She's not an adult. So she needs to. She needs to. If she was twenty five years old, right, and she made that decision, that's one thing. But as a child, I would never let my child make a uh, uh, make some kind of decision like that or so give then, consent. I would never do that. But in her so, mind, so, she already so has parental that, consent. That's so what I'm that's, saying. That's, so that's wouldn't supported. that be on her parents then, because they but, signed? Well, but Sophia. The, but the parents, their motives are not the right intentions. But she either. doesn't know and, that. But who? Yeah, so what? Who cares? She's only sixteen years old, but, and I don't think that she should make that but, decision. But, 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 
Well, then you need to talk to somebody. You need a to lawyer, talk to Sophia. Okay, you I need to talk that. to somebody at Child Protective Services. Okay, I wouldn't do it. Go tell them. I wouldn't that. do it. And I wouldn't <laughs> let my children do it either. So, well, this is different between Sophia and them. I think that's something to question. Yeah. But as a child, she's doing the, she's, the honorable, she's doing the right thing. thing, and she feels as if she has parental consent, which is a big deal. Having that approval, having your parents consent or approval for something so heavily ethical. For, is, from her parents, the one that lied to her her whole entire life, that that that, that yeah, those but, are still legally, all the, par- the only she parents still, she knows. She can mm. still do this. So those are so still now the only it's, parents it's, she knows. It's her choice because her parents have okayed it. So it really comes down to: Do you want to do this as a person? And she, as a sixteen-year-old, as a sixteen-year-old, she's she's very mature for her age, and, and she's she decided could, that. She, but here's the thing, Bam: You act like if you give your bone marrow away, that you have no more. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> Like uh, I give my bone wear away now. I'm just I'm this weak cripple because I no longer have bone wear, and that is not what happens. And you cannot tell people that either because <laughs> there's a lot of people out here who need bone marrow transplants. And you like, can't be like you know when you eat Kentucky Fried Chicken and you eat the leg <laughs> and then you suck all the marrow off the bone. It's just like that. It's so don't give nobody like a bone marrow. <laughs> it's not like that. A matter of fact, uh, everyone should go donate some bone marrow if you can. Save a life. Or what you can do, you guys can <laughs> donate to iTunes where you guys can donate your time and you can vote and you can rate us and comment on iTunes on yes. AfterBuzzTV.com. And tell a friend. Tell a friend. And their, your friend's mom. Yes. Or you guys can call in if you guys want to rate uh, and comment us live. You guys can call in 424-256-1729. And shout out to everybody who leaves us comments on YouTube and um on iTunes, we read them all. Your predictions yes. have been on point. All the even the good and the bad that. comments. I want to give shouts to all the haters yeah. too because you know that attention is all we need. You know what I'm saying? That's why we they keep going. Why do they have to be haters? They could just be you know good, critical. I mean, wonderful people. Everybody is not positive. That's just a that's fact. Okay, some people they're entitled to their opinions. I mean, you, if you do it constructively, there's nothing <laughs> okay, wrong with constructive so criticism. <laughs> but some people are just haters, and haters exist in the world. It's not a big deal. I'm just saying. <laughs> I give, I was giving, I'm giving them shouts out too because the Lord says love your enemies. Oh my gosh, love them, love them. That's what Jesus would do. And anyway, donate bone marrow. And donate some bone marrow. You know what I'm saying? I mean, okay. So let's start off at the top of the episode really quickly. Joanna and Julian knocking boots. Knocking the boots. I guess we weighed in on that yeah. pretty much. I mean, do you, do you think? think do you guys think this is going to last? Mm-mm. I mean. Mm, I don't know. I mean, you know, that's something we just have to see. We have to see if it's going to last or not. I mean, based on their history, you could think that, well, since they do have history, that they're just ending up back together where they both kind of should be. I just feel like, you know, when it comes to the Will situation, he's not just like a viable, viable competition. I think he is. You think Will's viable competition? And I think Mama knows best. She knows. She says she's vehemently against being with Julian. She does not want Joanna to be with him. However, she does like Will. When Will was uh, when okay. Will was throwing uh, juice at um, I can't think of the word, but when he was kind of like you know making her feel guilty, he says, "How do you think Julian's going to feel when you find out when he finds out the real truth?" Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, how will Julian? How will he feel when he finds the the truth? He's going to be pissed. Yeah. So, when you start a relationship off with a lie. But I mean, he was but, pissed I mean, when she. How pissed she, is he gonna? Yeah, how, I when mean, she was, accused him of killing of his killing, sister. That's even worse. I think that's worse. Like, you really think I had I had enough moxie to kill my sister? I mean, I still think about how he came back after two years to holler at her 
start a relationship and still Has ask her to her? join the yeah. investigation at the same time yeah. and Has be like to her? that to me is just kind of like real dude like I'm just thinking about if a guy were to do that with my little sister or my little cousin or something like that and this dude she hasn't heard from this dude for like two years and he comes out of nowhere yeah he wants me to join his investigation but yeah he's trying to holler I'm like that dude just wants him he's just trying to use you right straight up <laughs> I wouldn't exactly. take I would be like I would take that with a grain of salt yeah, yeah. personally so I don't see how she can really take him super serious. Like, what was he doing the last two years? I'm sure he wasn't celibate the last two years. Okay, yeah, true. I'm so, just saying. Yeah, so she I was doing I something. Just, I don't think I, it's her. just real convenient that he needs her yeah. right now for his for his investigation for his for his investigation. And I don't think he, I don't think her and Julian will make it. I would like them to. I don't think I they're gonna think make it. Their either. lifestyles are very. T- Two completely very different lifestyles. Well, what I'm saying, I think they're viable competition. I think Joanna oh, probably true. can do better than both of them. I but think I'm just talking about as far it. as this particular situation is concerned. Who you? Who me? What? She can do better. She can. She can date you. I mean, you said that, not me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Joanna's gonna date you now. <laughs> Go ahead, Val. <laughs> nothing. No. He said nothing. You were about to say something. Okay, let's it jump. Said, it was said already. Okay, cool. So let's go to Mia and the therapist. So she goes to see her mom's Vivian's therapist, mm-hmm. I guess, to try to get closer to her and try to, you know, to try to get more closure on the situation and try to learn more about her mom. So yeah. what did you guys take from that? I mean, I scenario? think I think it's it's really she's really trying to reach out and mm-hmm. and get some connection with her mother that she never had. Right. And so she, of course she goes to the therapist because she's like can you tell me what she was talking about? Because she's dead, so there's no longer patient, you know, doctor confidentiality. Right. And so he's like, no, I can't share that with you. And he is kind of creepy because he's, like, filming her session. And she's like, why are you filming? And, mm. you know, he's he's he keeps telling her that she's angry. Let's talk about your anger. And she's like, I'm out of here, dude. I just want to know what my mom was talking about. Right. <laughs> this is where being a 16-year-old child, you make mistakes. First of all, what was she doing in a therapy session with this guy? Was there any kind of consent? He's filming her. Like, aren't there some kind of, aren't there? Um, she's got books to write. Well, obviously. <laughs> right. obviously we'll obviously, find out later. Well, obviously, the, yeah, he's doing that. And but, that's really how the game is. It's really crazy. Right. But shouldn't there be some forms or something signed? She's 16. She's a minor. He's filming the, co- you know what I'm saying? No, I mean, but I think when it comes to, to, I mean, I'm not a doctor, but I think stuff that happens in a session, mm-hmm. like you can't really, nobody gets to know about that except the doctor and the patient. So I think it's okay that they film, but I think she's supposed to be the one to say, I'm okay with you filming me in, in our session. Well, I think yeah. he's saying Which, as a minor, she went there without parental consent mm-hmm. and for her to, to attain uh, but she has money, so I'm sure they already know who the Bowers family is. I'm sure she just said, I'm Mia Bowers. My sister used to come here. I would like to come here as well. And they're like, okay, hey, cool. You're going to pay us. Cool. Yeah. but So I'm pretty sure they— To receive a doctor treatment, to receive that kind of treatment, you, I, I believe you will still need some kind I, of— I, I believe you would, but yeah. in this situation, I'm right. pretty sure they didn't, they're didn't. they like, she's a Bowers. We'll take her. Right, right, right. Right. You know? That's, because then he's thinking about the money he's going to make on the back end once he writes the book about her. That was crazy. <laughs> she's already going to write one about Vivi. You're right, because he's like, I'm just going to get all the juicy right. details and yeah. then just uh, publish a... He's like, I was going to publish the book Publish first. a novel. What? Yeah, I hooked that up. That dude, he was really, like, really hella creepy. But you know what's, really funny. what's sad about that is, okay, so she is feeling crazy and she has a, a, a dinner or a lunch with her mom, mm-hmm. her, her supposed mom, Sophia. Right. And she's... 
you know, spilling out her guts to her and saying how she misses Vivian and all this stuff. And who comes in there? But Wyatt. Yeah. <laughs> and so here, here, here she is Wyatt. pouring out her soul to her mom. Right. Sophia gets up and goes to the bathroom with Wyatt, where he bangs her out. And she comes back, and Sophia's gone. I mean, Mia's gone. Mia's gone. Right. That's so sad because she really was like, "I need my mom." Right. And here, her mom goes. To she's go. trying to cover up. She's got a lot. Yeah. Of, she's got skeletons coming out of the closet right now. Do you think he raped her? I don't think he raped her because she would have. She, I think nah. she would have resisted. If mm-hmm. you notice, she didn't resist. Right, and they hooked up. I think that's just how they get down. That's yeah, just like that's their format. Mm-hmm. You know. But what happened was it. Well, what happened was that once Sophia basically took too long in the restroom, Mia left. Yeah, right. and so Mia now goes to the which is strange. Hotel. Don't you go check on your mom in the, ho- yeah. in the bathroom? Like, are you okay? Well, she slipped and busted mm-hmm. a hip or something. She's like, whatever. She must have kept her out there a long mm-hmm. time. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if my if I was having dinner with my dad and lunch with my dad, he I was in the bathroom yeah. for a really long time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, is he okay? I would have went and checked on. I'm like, Pop, you all right? I know. I would mm-hmm. have. But I think, no, she went into the men's restroom. So maybe she did go check the, the restroom. Oh, they were in the men's room. They were in the men's room. Oh. So she might have been like, okay, well, my mom left. I went to the woman's room. She's not there. I'm going. And, of course, when you're worth $10 billion, you don't have the same sensibility as the rest of us. No, you You do don't. things that are kind of weird. So then she goes, yeah, go ahead. Oh, so <laughs> she goes to the motel where her sister was killed. Her sister, her mom, right. was killed. And, her sister, mom. You know, Vivian was killed and so she's laying on the bed and then there's this flashback mm-hmm. or not a flashback it was a dream where Vivian is laying in the bed with me and they're having this conversation and then a guy knocks on the door you know asking if he wanted to if she wanted to go to the soiree down to the other room and so she goes there of course everyone's partying and he's she's offered some drugs and she thinks it's cocaine and there's actually heroin so she kind of starts bugging out a little bit right. so she she's call- like what is this yeah, he's so like she this calls- is that- what do you say Taliban grade I can't remember he said something <laughs> yeah. he has some, he has some Crazy name for heroin. It's a Taliban grade heroin. Some street name for the heroin, like it's pure. And so yeah, so, so she's like, "Oh my god, pure heroin." Yeah. So she freaks out and she calls uh, Joanna mm-hmm. to come rescue her, and Joanna comes and and uh, rescues dude. her. Yeah, Takes catches, his, yeah, she, catches this dude up in the bathroom. She looked real cop like too. When she yeah. swung that arm behind his back like this yeah. is she's sixteen, right? And the really dude, like, he was trying to brush her off until she hemmed him up. And she right. was like, okay, nobody. Chicks, and I'm taking your wallet. Women don't usually grab people up and talk like that. Right? Unless. And ain't no regular chick just going to, like, take your arm and twist it and push you up against a wall. That is such a cop move. Right. But I also, you also notice how Mia was looking at Joanne when she did her little cop move and threw him up against the wall. Yeah, yeah but she was high. She was high. So in her head, it was, weird. It was a little yeah. off. It was right, weird, right. but she probably was like, She's gonna I'm high. That. She was yeah. like, I'm high. <laughs> yeah, so then she has that heart-to-heart with Joanna about, like, you know, what what would my mom have said? Of right. course. I'm glad and, you're here. And so Joanna, womp, womp. Yeah, Joanna says that, you know, she should go ahead and give the, the bone marrow, which we've already discussed. Right. And then that's also when Joanna finds out that Vivian was seeing a therapist. Mm-hmm. And that gives her the right. idea of, let me go and talk to this therapist right. and see what Vivian was talking about. And then she finds out right. he has so, the DVDs of her. Right, so... Yeah, let's talk about that. And Joanna then, goes and confronts the therapist, mm-hmm. and she asks him for 
the, the DVD. And he didn't want to give it to uh, her. It, yeah. So he's like, nah, I'm, I'm good. You know, it's patient client confidentiality. And she, no, she's like, you know, you're not protected by that. I can get it now or I can drag you from the grand jury. Your choice. He's like, dang, but my book. I know, right? <laughs> waiting my for book. my book to get and released. My book. He, he had him locked away in a nice little, nice little file cabinet. Yes. He was a And then she finds out cat. that Vivian was still seeing Haverstock. Right. By, dun, watching, dun, dun. by watching those videos. Yes. And then Vivian says on there, you know, I know he would rather kill me than to let me leave. Right. So Haverstock, she, I guess she must have told Haverstock that she was in love with somebody else and she was having a baby. With Ben. Yep. So is Mia really Haverstock's kid? Or ben, has she had Mia at that point? Am I getting yeah. my timelines mixed up? Yeah. What? Yeah. She had yeah. already had Mia at that point? Yeah, because By the time yeah. she started dating Ben? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, because yeah, okay. this was recent. Like she was pre- like newly pregnant, like three months. Oh, that's right. In. I'm tripping because she got pregnant again. Yeah, yeah, yes. that's right. Okay, so let's go back and talk about Robert uh, trying to put uh, Joanna's mom in the vice grip. <laughs> <laughs> right, figuratively speaking. And shout out to um, some of our viewers who said that they felt like Joanna's mom had something to do with the first Mrs. Bauer's death. Yes. Shout yeah, smart, yeah smart you got, we got a smart audience. Yeah. Um, so Robert did mention that mm-hmm. to her. What's her name again? Beverly. Beverly. Beverly, yes. Okay, played by the wonderful and ever so talented S.E. Potha Merkerson. Um, I thought this was a powerful scene. And when it you was have, a powerful scene. When you have two great actors, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, there's you just never know where it goes. Right. And, she was the only one so far who's been able to hold her own against yeah. Robert. Right. And she totally, she let him have it. She did. She was like, look, you can put me in jail, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm, I have Alzheimer's, so I'm not yeah. going to know where I am in six months. Right. But <laughs> she's like, do you think I'm going to care yeah. where I am in six months? But what was, what was funny was Robert immediately went for the guts. She was reading a Terry McMillan romance novel. Right. And he says, um, you haven't had a man in your life before, have you? And like that was that he was, been saying some like off the cuff yeah, that, right? was, that was a really low. You blow, get but, slapped up real quick, yeah. Robert. You're really feeling yourself, ten billion or not. You're like yeah, but right. she, she came back. She came back hard. She did. She's like, uh, you know, she knew what happened with with the first Mrs. Bowers, right? And how he, he we don't know the full story, but we know he killed her. Mm-hmm. He somehow had her killed, right. and he says that Beverly was the one that did it. So Beverly maybe facilitated her mm-hmm. dying. Maybe this is what triggered her Alzheimer's. He said because yeah. maybe she's going through some kind of traumatic mm-hmm. whatever because she's gone through some crap with this family. Yeah. yeah. Obviously before she stopped working for them. Go ahead, ma'am. Well, I was just going to say that he mentions that, you know, living with Catherine, um, you know, with the with the death on mm-hmm. her hands. Mm-hmm. For to me that doesn't sound like Beverly killed the first Mrs. Bowers, but she was there. She had something to do. And what he's basically doing is he's trying to he's trying to like pin her as an accomplice pin, or something, yeah, so that yeah, she can go to jail. But I, I felt like an accomplice, meaning maybe they poisoned her. Maybe he said take this to her or mm-hmm. something. Right. I don't know. I don't think she like you know, strangled yeah. her or she might have done situation. something. Well, she helped with it, and he basically was like, you know, you can go to jail for that. So she obviously they had a good relationship. Yeah. Because she said her sister still sends me Christmas cards. Christmas cards. So apparently there was some kind of probably set up and he's got her in a vice. Like yeah. she can't go either way. But it's stupid for him to think that she's going to give up her daughter just because he's yeah. trying to figure something mm-hmm. out. Like but, Alzheimer's or not, she's not about to dime her daughter out on but what's going on. he's a powerful man and he, he's used yeah. to getting anything he wants. Yep. So. He thinks everyone is supposed to come to I that. think that's a stupid assumption. Yeah. No matter how much money you have, there's just some things you can't buy. 
Like she said, I'm not. Well, gonna ten that. billion, right? It's not a whole lot. Can't buy with that, right? <laughs> so what is she gonna do? Oh yeah, we'll see. We'll see. This is gonna be very interesting. I'm so glad you came and asked me, Mr. Bowers. You know she's here undercover, and she's blah 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 yada yada. Like, what do you think, dude? Like, I thought the writing was a little eh, as far as I was concerned. Yeah. Because no one's gonna. It's it almost like he expected her. Yeah. To tell him. And she's not going to. It was like, no, no. But one thing I will tell you is that you need to go watch the movie Adventures of Serial Buddies. It is hilarious. It's like Dexter meets Dumb and Dumber. I mean, the characters are amazing. Maria Menounos is in it. So we've got Christopher Lloyd. There's uh, Kathy Lee Gifford, Beth Bears. Everybody's in this movie. You need to go see it. And where where else can we see it at? Uh, It's it's at the. Go ahead, Steve. AMC. Yeah. You can see it at AMC Theaters in Burbank, Orange County, uh, mm-hmm. New York, Boston, Chicago, Chicago. San Francisco. Yeah. Tons of places. Yeah. Tons of places. Make sure you watch it. And also tweet at Maria Menunos and let her know what you thought about it. Serial and also After Buzz TV and Serial at Serial underscore Buddies. That would be great. Serial Buddies. It was <laughs> really funny. Her and Napoleon Dynamite. And Gowey, he talk like this. Yeah, it was Hi, funny. Hi, my name is Gowey. Yeah, <laughs> you want to know what that's about? Watch <laughs> the movie. Buddy, yeah, you guys, you guys got to check it out. It's pretty funny. Uh, yeah. Okay, so let's talk about Edward confronting and his dad or apologizing to his dad mm-hmm. and finally getting that golf club. Yeah. That was a pretty heated scene as well because Robert pretty much... And he calls him a murderer, and that's the one thing that... That was pretty serious. Edward like, never dude. wanted. He, right. he always, you know, he wanted to know if he really was. And if you notice, Robert always kind of skated around it. Now he was like, you're a murderer. Here's right. the club that you used to kill that girl. And now he's broken inside. Right. So, so, so Edward goes to turn himself in. He goes to meet with Will. Very noble. And mm-hmm. he's, he's trying to do the right thing. This this guy. I mean, he's tried to do the right thing every step of the way. Now, this is the one time he's tried to do the right thing and has actually worked to his benefit because every yeah. other time he's tried to do the right thing, mm-hmm. it's backfired on him. But in this situation, it worked out that he didn't, you know, there wasn't his fingerprints or blood on the golf club. And I'm still wondering, does Haverstock have the actual golf club or was there ever a golf club or is this all like a setup like with that situation? You know, I don't think that there ever was because when he finds out that there's no fingerprints, no human blood on this club and he goes to Haverstock and beats the crap out of him, beats the brakes off of him with right. the club, the re- Haverstock said that he needed he this not live to, to protect... He that bone marrow. <laughs> <laughs> he said he needed, he needed something for his protection. Right. And so I guess he conjured up this story about the club. Right. So I I mean, I would say from that, I don't think there really is a club. I think this was it and he was just And Kimberly Yeager, so how did Kimberly Kimberly Yeager, how did she die? And well, that's that, and that's the thing so we don't know. She thing. died some somehow some, somebody at that party killed her. Right. It's two hundred people at that party. Somebody did something to her. Right. And now I think Will is really a fan of Edward since he decided to step up because it yeah. was like he looked at him in a different light, I think, at that point. It was like, Oh wow, this dude is really He's really stepping up. And I feel bad for him because his wife just got snipered out. Oh, my goodness. In the elevator. Oh. And what was really... That's jacked up. What was, what was so What was yeah. said about that was when when Edward was actually being followed and right. he was on the phone, Samantha said that she wanted to come. And he was like, no, no, no. And yeah. she's like, no, I'm coming, I'm coming. Mm-hmm. And... 
Mm-hmm. And that's so sad. She came. She's always been the one, the only one that rode for Edward. The only one. Right, right. And she loves her husband. She's a good wife. And she comes all the way out there to support him because nobody's there for him. Mm-hmm. And she to dies. Get, yeah, I thought that was jacked up. That's sad. Holding the groceries and everything. I was messed up. I know. And and so Edward was right because in the last episode, mm-hmm. he said somebody was trying to kill him. That guy was following him. And, right. and Will was saying, there's a lot of people who reach into their coat pocket on the street. No, but, but he knows. He can tell. He was yeah. like, no, nah, he's like, he's been around enough shading. He's like, yeah. no, nah, he had something. He was about to pull something out yeah. on me. Like somebody's coming so, yeah, he's, type of thing. Wow. That's so sad. Yeah, that sucks. So let's go on to uh, Audrey really quickly. Yes. Audrey, who they are trying to pin this, to pin the Vivian murders on. And she turns out to be somewhat of a killer, but maybe not Vivian's killer. What was, okay, so Joanna gets a call from Nicole saying that that Audrey Cruz, she's uh, taking a one-way trip to Morocco and that she's about to disappear. So something's going on. So then that triggers Joanna. Joanna then tells uh, Will what's going on. And then Mm -hmm. Will has a conversation with Edward and Julian Mm -hmm. about Audrey being a part. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. He said he... um, Will told uh, the brothers that Audrey had put a hit on the Russian mob, and the Russian mob is the ones that potentially killed Vivian? Well, that she contacted them to kill Remy Colville. Okay. And because of the, the I guess, the file that they had, they mm-hmm. also assumed that she that she used them to kill Vivian as well. Okay. But we don't ever find that out. Yeah. And, you know, everybody seems to think she killed Vivian, too, because it just kind of all fits right. to point the fingers at her. And it was really crazy, the little the little sidekick uh, FBI agent. Mm-hmm. When they came Dave, in, they busted yes. into the when, – when Julian goes in with the wire and he, well, sees the, he sees the blood on the floor. Well, I was going to say, can we just back up just a little bit? Because yeah. Julian gets um, – Julian agrees to be wired. Yeah. Right. And so he's there to try to get information uh, from Audrey. So he shows and up. Try and find the burner phone yeah, that find, she used yeah. to call the Russians. Right. So he called Audrey early in the episode and said that he was coming over. Audrey forgot. And Nicole shows up boldly, too. <sighs> you couldn't save her this time, bam. Dumb, dumb little Nicole always getting her nose into something and, and now and she you, pays yeah. for it. You knew, you knew once Audrey locked that door. Oh, yes. Yeah. She turned around with that psycho look on her face yeah, like this. she had this. that crazy look on her face. I just been. Yeah. And then there was blood and on the floor. And then there was blood. So was she should have said, she said, oh, I just sliced my hand. She's a horrible liar. She's going to work on her life. Right? She's going to keep killing. She should have said, oh, I had a nosebleed. Whatever. You know, no cuts on your hands. You don't think he's going to look? But you know what? Did you notice how the blood was so small? Was. Like, when he like said, why is there blood on the floor? I'm thinking, like, when he said that, I'm thinking there's going to be, like, you know, at least enough blood where right. you're like, what is this? But they showed it. It was, like, one little drop. I was like, how did you see that? And then he goes further, and there's another little drop. Yeah. Well, he's hypersensitive like, right now because they're thinking that she may be having something to do. Okay, but yeah, so of course like he doesn't think everything. that she's just killed somebody in her house. Right. But so they should have put a little more blood on the floor. I think that would have yeah. made like at least a little more sprinkles in one area. And Maybe I think, so. And I think Julian should have turned around mm-hmm. when he was trying to figure out if Nicole was uh, still alive. He had her back turned to somebody who obviously just killed this woman. You don't never turn your back on, Yeah. you know. I don't. I don't think you should have. I think how that. I think how that. I think they waited a little too a little too long to develop that, where she actually stabs him in the back. Mm-hmm. I think it, that took a little too long to develop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then, of course, Gabe and Will come in there, and Gabe shoots her. Says she was reaching for a gun. Shoots her quick. He shoots her quick. And I was trying to figure out why he was shooting her so. Quick. I said, 
come on, dude, really? You're yeah. that? But I'm glad they cleared it up because I'd have been like, oh, we're taking you off. You, you can't, you trigger happy. Yeah. Because yeah. that's what it seemed like. But I think the writer should have written in to Will, like, dude, like, you shot her. She should have shot her in the leg. She didn't have a gun on or anything like that. But yeah. we later find out that Robert has made a deal yeah, with this guy. When, when Robert comes to visit. And you yeah. already knew something was up because Robert came to the FBI headquarters earlier and he already knew the information about Gabe. He right. already knew his name. He already knew like what case he worked on. Mm-hmm. So you already knew. He was like, okay, what is he up to now? And then this is what we find out is that he basically tells Gabe, like, I want, you know, I'll pay you to make sure you kill Audrey because I, she killed my daughter, so I want right. her dead. Right. And so... He gives him the money, and we find out at the very end, if you watch it, it looks like he's recording Gabe when Gabe comes in there and gets the money. So that's his insurance if Gabe ever goes and says, hey, he he's the one that said kill her. Right. Now he's got him on video taking the money and knowing about, you know, killing mm-hmm. her knowingly. Well, we'll see if there's video. Let's go into news I'm and predictions sure really is. quickly. So we have one more week left of NBC's first season of mm-hmm. Deception, and uh, I haven't heard anything yet as far as a green light for a second season. But I haven't either. based on uh, fan feedback, I'm kind of thinking that there might be, or maybe there, maybe it's going to be a toss-up between another show or something. Who knows what's going on in the corporate office over at mm-hmm. NBC? But I'm hoping I would think that they would green light it for yeah. a second yeah. season. Or oh, I'm hoping that maybe it can be like a summer series. Maybe so. Yeah, we'll see but, how they decide to do it. It'll be cre- real creative as far as programming. But, is but really quickly, pronounce Beverly um, uh, Joanne's mom because I never can pronounce her name. Her real name is S. S. Well, she announced on Woody Williams that she's going to be playing the mother of Marvin Gaye on the um, Marvin Gaye story that stars Jesse L. Martin, oh, who also right. starred with yeah. her in uh, Law and Order. Yeah. Awesome. So, That's yeah. a great mm-hmm. news Yay. tip yeah. for you guys out there. All right, let's go into predictions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, season one finale prediction. Megan Thomas. I think there's going to be so many more questions at the Mm -hmm. end of the finale than answers. I think it's they're just going to leave us like, what? But one of the things I think is with Wyatt. I don't think it's over with Wyatt because Mm -hmm. Sophia gave him $3 million. Like, here, I've been saving this for us. And she lost their baby because her dad beat her or something. Mm -hmm. And she's going to name their baby Mia. So I think this is not the end of Wyatt. I don't think that $3 million is going to keep him quiet. I think he wants more money or he wants something else. So Wyatt is going to come back with a vengeance. Okay. My only prediction is I think Haverstock Haverstock and Wyatt Mm -hmm. may have been a part of the murder of Vivian. I don't know. Because he's around for some reason. But Vivian Hmm. was already... He was in jail when Vivian died. No, no. I'm sorry. Not Vivian, but... um, um, The first? No, no. no, Kimberly Yeager. Oh. Oh, Kimberly Yeager. Oh, wow. Okay. Hmm. Well, my prediction is that we're still not going to find out who killed Vivian. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's my prediction. So, until the season finale, ladies and gents, after buzzers, I'm your host, Thaddeus Massey. Where can we find you guys? You can find me on the Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Meg Scoop, like scoop of ice cream. You went old school with the Facebook. The Facebook, honey. (laughs) (laughs) You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Bam Erickson. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Club Thaddeus. Also, you can find me here at 11 o'clock on Tuesdays for CBS's Vegas. 8 o'clock here, Thursdays. 
Pacific. Yes. Yes, for Boston's Finest. And uh, Sundays for House of Cards at 6 p.m. That's exclusively on Netflix. Until next time after buzzers, holla. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 